Welcome to Otani Comes to America, a show about the two-way player Shohei Otani. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. And you know, sometimes you start the episodes as saying the GOAT baseball player, which is kind of what we're here to talk about at least for 2022 and this season. We teased this last episode and touched on it a little bit, but this episode, now that the season is over... And the MVP announcement is here. You know, aside from even what the actual decision is, which is that Judge won, it was kind of inevitable, even though it is a good debate, which we're going to have. But pretty much everyone expected Judge to win, especially during those final few weeks when he broke that 61 home run record for the AO record. But yeah, we're still going to talk about just the comparison between the two. It's to no surprise that he ends up on top this year. And maybe the only year, because, you know, this is Otani's league now. And that's the person he was battling for this whole time. Do you think at this point, because of what Otani is doing as a two-way player, you know, pitching elite, hitting elite, that as long as he's playing, you know, kind of up to his standard, that he's the default MVP every year, unless someone has, you know, a spectacular season? That's probably the best way to put it. He's the new Trout, the new LeBron, to put it in other sports. Maybe you're not a baseball person, but Trout has been like first place or second place, obviously before Otani, kind of like every year. If this guy isn't having the MVP season, it means that someone is putting up insane stats, insane numbers to get the MVP. And we're going to see that with Otani. I will still keep saying this because, I mean, you can argue it. Probably the greatest, like, hitting season from a player to take it and judge. Home runs he had with the batting average that he was able to keep up with, with the home runs. Just the consistency, even with, like, a struggle month. But, yeah, took a historic season to even just beat Otani out by a bit, you know, or, you know, by whatever amount. But still, this whole time, even towards the end, before judge taking it. ESPN, every article you'd read is like, "Eh, I don't know if Judge is running away with it because blah, blah, blah. Here's some stats. Or don't forget, he's pitching. Don't forget, he could still get Cy Young. Like there was still this, but you never know. You never know. It wasn't like Judge was a clear runaway winner. It was, you could say, somewhat of a close race. If you want to win MVP, you have to clearly, one, either break history or two, be better than a pitcher and a hitter at an elite or all-star level at once so a big task for anyone playing in the al or never know in the next upcoming years uh, possibly i know yeah and same thing with judge who's a free agent now he could end up on the giants hypothetically and then maybe next year it's you know otani ao mvp judge no mvp it's just that in this year we have two major heavyweights in the same league in the AL and even within the AL like Jordan was the third finalist and I mean Jordan's incredible helped the Astros win the World Series with his home run in game six nothing against him but these two guys this year were just on another level and as far as the standard you know if people are listening to this podcast they probably have an idea of it but Just to remind everybody, there's always those Babe Ruth comparisons, but they're not really at all on the same level. Otani is doing it in a much more extended and much better, honestly, way 
and such a one-of-a-kind phenomenon that we haven't seen before. And when you're trying to figure that out in terms of value, obviously he's using one roster spot to fill both a pitcher and hitter role, which is very important because you have a limited number of roster spots. And on top of that, you're getting an ace in your rotation with one of the best hitters in your lineup, if not the best. So the value he provides is very unique and kind of hard to measure, especially with certain things like war and baseball so analytically driven now, but you can't always quantify something that we haven't seen before and we don't know how to fully measure. The whole idea of most valuable player for the MVP is left purposely vague, which I don't know if I like in this case, but regardless, that's the reality. So, you know, just to kick things off on that end, what do you personally think of when you think of the valuable and most valuable player? Because some people think it's, you know, how you carry your team. Some people think it's just individual, etc. So what's your take on that? Yeah, this is a argument for the ages. It happens every year, I feel, obviously, between voters. Very few MVPs happen unanimously. But I think for me, I think it's in between hybrid, a little bit of both between you are the best player for your team and to help your team. I can't get mad if someone sees it as you should be ultimately the best player, which I think clearly right now in this day and age, Otani is, and maybe he should win every year. If that's your opinion, that's fine. But I think you have to input the other things like, yeah, how you help your team and how good you are for your team and leaving it vaguely, as you said, makes it better to kind of avoid that like boring, expectable, easy to bet on Otani every year to win type of MLB. I feel like it's something that needs to be left vaguely because of that. One of those things where like it's not good for baseball, if that's the case, even though he is the best player, which makes me and I feel like other people even think like, should there be separate awards? Should there be like a MVP and like a best player Mm -hmm. award? I don't know if I'm getting my point across, but like a clear MVP, like MVP could be for AL and NL, but then there's like one that is like the best overall. There's also discussion of, you know, a two-way player award named after him or something, but I think that would only happen like after he retires and or once there's enough two-way players in the league. Because right now, there's almost none. And there are some former ones, like guys who did it in the minors or college or whatever. But there's not even people who are doing what Otani's doing, and they're just average. He's mm-hmm. just so on his own right now. So I don't think that award would happen anytime soon, but it could in the future. I'd be interested in seeing that too. Because again, Otani's like defying what we know baseball to be and even how we vote for these things. That's us as fans. Imagine how the voters, like the actual baseball association voters feel when they're like discussing this or, I mean, I don't think it's an open panel or whatever, but I'm sure they do. They probably know each other and stuff like that. But yeah, to me, MVP, huge value and like how you actually help the team and help the team win and possibly even get them to the playoffs. Obviously, the playoffs is like the end goal for every team. So that's a little bit of extra points, even though I don't think it's 50-50 or even 30 70 i think you got to give at least like a 20 percent value or something to like your team making the playoffs and in this case without judge we could say the yankees had 
almost zero chance to make the playoffs. There was like that good month, month and a half gap where the Yankees were horrific. And the few wins the Yankees got were probably because of Judge keeping them in with a home run, a double. Or We're not even talking much about Judge's defense. He didn't end up getting the gold glove this year, but no one runs on Judge. <laughs> the dude has a fucking cannon. Filled in that center field this year, too. Played center field. Yeah, like we forget about that. Not an easy one in Yankee Stadium. It's not a small center field. Yeah, it's one of those where like he didn't get it this year and it could have been that. It could have been playing time. I haven't really read up on like why he didn't get the actual award, but wouldn't want anyone else in right field. He's just a good player throughout. And again, like I said, without him, the Yankees don't even get to the playoffs, in my opinion. If I had to put numbers, like I said, maybe like a 15, 20 percent. You got to consider that for sure. I think a lot of people agree with you, including a bunch of baseball players who I saw asked about this during the end of the season and stuff, even like Mookie Betts, who mentioned, you know, what Otani's doing is amazing, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, you know, but Judge, he's really carrying the Yankees on his back, etc. And I would disagree. I don't think it was a 0% chance that they would have made the playoffs without him. But I 100% agree that he carried them on his back, especially during that rough summer stretch. But for me, not only do I think 15 to 20% is too high to factor in for the team stuff, I think it should arguably be zero because it's so out of your control. To me, baseball is such an individual sport as far as performance. Like when you're on the basketball court, right? You're all playing at once. And this is part of the baseball basketball contrast as far as like, you know, you can go to a game and see LeBron on the court for most of the game interacting with his teammates, playing, etc. In baseball, you see Mike Trout in center field and you see him come up, you know, three, four times a game. And you could argue there's no one in a better position to help the team in that way than Otani because he's pitching and he's helping win games when he's pitching. And he's also hitting in those games he's pitching. But even when he's not pitching, he's hitting in those games. And so he's just contributing all over the place. And it's kind of like, what else could he do? And there was even a quote from Ipe about the MVP race. And he was talking about, basically, he said, people often say that Judge is playing for a strong team that advances to the playoffs, and Shohei is playing for a weak team. But if Shohei was on a strong team, I think his individual performance would improve even more. Shohei is a player who gets adrenaline when pressure is applied and is even more active. I think it should be appreciated that we have achieved such good results in a situation where it's difficult to maintain motivation, which I think is a very valid argument, not just because of the situation with each team's respectively with the Yankees and Angels, but from what we've seen, I think Otani would thrive under pressure, and he hasn't had the chance to fully prove it yet. We've talked about how they haven't even been in the race really for a playoff spot. I don't know, I just don't think it's fair to say one player is better than another based on how their teammates performed. I mean, fair points, and I don't fully disagree with you. For sure, a very complex conversation in his situation doesn't really help him out because, yeah, his team isn't necessarily the winning team. So <laughs> not good for the equation, at least in his case. Let's say we're running back the 2022 season. You're starting a team from scratch. You already know what the eventual stats will be of these players. Who are you picking to start your team with? Just 
2022 season, mm-hmm. I'm picking Judge probably. Any other season outside of 2022, yeah, I want Otani. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where the history behind it, obviously the home run record, all that. It was one of the things that kept the Yankee season exciting. If anything, I'll say overall in baseball, it was one of the things that towards the last month of baseball was like the one thing people were tracking. But if I'm being completely honest, like I'd flip a coin. It'd be so hard to decide. (laughs) I would choose Otani because of his versatility where I'd know like, okay, I have an ace. I have great batter all in one roster spot already taken care of. I think that's so much value. Fair enough. I'm saying that, but I'm also going to transition to one thing you brought up earlier is how the same player winning MVP every year can get boring or things like that. I do think narrative plays a role in the MVP choice. And I don't know if I always agree with that because sometimes it feels like just picking someone else because you don't want to pick the default. But I don't think that was the case this year. I think Judge did have a spectacular, extraordinary season. And I feel like I've been arguing for Otani a lot of this time, or at least defending him. But when you think of this season, who are you going to think of? And to me, that's Judge. We're obviously biased on both sides because we do this show about Otani and try to root for him and all that. And we're also Yankees fans and love Judge. But I think, like you said, during that home run chase, especially in September when it was coming down to the wire, that was a national story. And I think it was good for the game. Maybe not good for the Yankees because it put a lot of pressure on him that possibly seeped into the playoffs, but they also had other issues. But I think, though, that overall, it does make sense, especially when it's so close, to go with the guy who just made the most memorable impact on us during this season. And I guess kind of similar to how you were saying, you know, 15 to 20% for team play and stuff. I don't know for sure if it's that high, but I would say at least like 5 to 10% can, if a situation like this happens, go to the story or narrative. And in this case, I think that ultimately gives Judge the edge, probably. To me, it came down mostly to how much different his stats were compared to his peers in this year of like a mostly offensive stats pitching was insane this year throughout the league or at least hitting us down but you know those two things kind of correlate obviously pitching's good hitting kind of (laughs) bad insane like average wise technically was going for triple crown right he ended up not getting it home run wise is a joke there's like no one in the vicinity rbis everything like the guy was insane it wasn't just like he was putting up power numbers you know like going crazy but his average was 250 not like this dude was in it like he was going for it all on a year where not many people were going crazy at all and that to me is like the the wow factor also one little detail judge did this all in a contract year before he was becoming a free agent which i don't know how much that really factors in to the voters but i think it's part of that whole narrative around it because the season started with him rejecting a contract from the Yankees which to me was never really a serious contract anyway it was just something to say they did something or tried but he still went out there bet on himself and had arguably the best contract year of all time which is not an easy thing to do so why don't we get into the stats recap real quick as well 
We did this for Otani last episode with the season recap, but let's compare it for Judge 2. And also, I'll just note real quick, you know, you're talking about ESPN and some of these other places earlier. Whenever I would see like screenshots of graphics of those comparing Judge and Otani, it was really annoying because they would always compare just the hitting. And then at the bottom, there'd be like a little footnote. Oh, Otani also pitches. He had this ERA, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, you got to put up both because he is a two-way player. And especially this year, his pitching was even better. So I understand that it's weird to, you know, on a broadcast graphic show two things for one person, one for the other. But these are new times and you got to paint the full picture. So just a quick rant aside from that. But you want to get into some of these stats real quick? Yeah, let's get into them. I'll just give you both kind of to compare back to back type thing. It's easier to follow, I think. But yeah, so Otani. 2022 and Judge 2022 stats with their bats, you already know. 157 games for both. Otani, 666 plate appearances. Uh, conspiracy. <laughs> 666, shout out. And Judge, very similar, except he flipped that middle number upside down. 696 plate appearances. Some man of God. <laughs> Otani with 160 hits. Judge, 177. Only 17 more. Otani, 30 doubles. Judge, 28. Otani got him on that one. Also, six dribbles for Otani, zero for Judge, which is kind of shocking. I would think he'd hit one or two, but Otani, 34 home runs. Judge, record, AL record, 62 home runs. Real quick, one thing. What percent chance do you give Otani ever hitting 62 or more home runs in one of his seasons before he retires? 62? I think it's like more likely than we think. I don't know if soon i think it's one of those where like later on during his solid seasons you know that year i'm 32 33 year old otani i don't throw 100 and now my shit's only like 97 <laughs> i should start focusing on the hitting because my pitching days are kind of going down that boy's bat is gonna turn up a little bit and for sure over 50 i think it's super possible 62 is crazy but i throw like a 50 dollar bet in vegas i don't know 62 5% chance. Over 50, I say like 30 to 40% chance we see it. Obviously harder than ever to do that and players aren't hitting that many anymore. But I think I could see Otani doing it once or max twice in his career. Do think he has that potential in him. But I'll just leave it at that for now. I, I would say 45% chance. Fair enough. But yeah, let's go back to RBIs for Otani. 95, Judge, 131. Otani with 11 stolen bases. Judge with 16 stolen bases. Otani, 72 walks. Judge, 111 walks. Otani, 14 intentional walks. Judge, 19. Otani, 5 hit by pitches. Judge, 6. This stat, closer than I would think, but I guess it kind of makes sense. Otani, 161 strikeouts as a batter. Judge, 175. Tani ended with a 273 batting average, Judge 311. On base percentage, 356 for Otani. This is a big one for Judge, 425. 519 slugging for Otani, 686 slugging for Judge, 875 OPS for Otani, 1.111 OPS for Judge. That one dot. That one dot. Super impressive. Otani finished with a 
145 OPS plus. Judge finished with a 211 OPS plus. Yeah, and then on the pitching end, just to throw those in, Judge, zero games, zero innings pitch, zero ERA. <laughs> you know, the list goes on. Otani, 28 games pitched, 166 innings pitched, 2.33 ERA, 124 hits, 43 earned runs, 14 home runs, 44 walks, 219 strikeouts, 172 ERA+, 1.012 whip, and 11.9 strikeouts per nine. If it wasn't like a up year in pitching, this would be a really good Cy Young contender in other years. But yeah, congrats to Judge. Well-deserved. Y'all fucked up, Yankees. Now pay the man. He showed you he deserves it. But maybe not too much because, you know, gotta make room for Otani. Congrats to Judge. Incredible season, historic, legendary. So, job well done. And that wraps it up for this episode and this season of Otani Comes to America. If there's anything crazy that happens, like a trade, we'll be back for that, which Perry claims is not going to happen. Otherwise, you'll hear from us in the spring. Otani actually just posted on Instagram earlier in the day before the MVP announcement that he's planning to play for Team Japan in the World Baseball Classic in March. So that'll be before next season. So we'll definitely talk about that at some point. And also, of course, preview next season as usual, which will be a big year with Otani now being in a contract year like Judge was. And maybe the most interesting year of Otani's career in that way to see what he does. But that wraps it up for this episode. I'm Jack. You could find me at Jack from Summer, Summer with an O, on everything. I'm Kev. You could find me at same old Kev pretty much everywhere. And hey, you know, we love Judge. We're Yankees fans, admittedly. But that doesn't take away from our love for Otani. And just because we don't think he should get the MVP this year doesn't mean we think any less of him as a player. And we do this whole show dedicated to him, so... I know not a lot of Otani fans or Angels fans like Yankees fans, but sending all the love to Shohei Otani, a.k.a. Showtime. A.k.a. Two-Way Shohei. A.k.a. The Anaheim Starboy. A.k.a. The Greatest Showman. A.k.a. The Six-Tool Player. A.k.a. The Double Trouble Ring Slinger Dinger Hitter. A.k.a. Shohei the Money. A.k.a. Otani B. A.k.a. The boss of all cloud. A.K.A. Mayamo Otani. A.K.A. Mr. Hot Wheels. A.K.A. Swohei Brotani. A.K.A. Shohei got the pop, Shohei got the smoke. A.K.A. Let me get a number 17, please. What is it? The Apo Taco. A.K.A. The Little Leaguer of the Big Leagues. A.K.A. MLB The Show. Better than a video game player. A.K.A. The Bart Boy. No Simpson. A.K.A. The California Cowboy. A.K.A. All gas, no brakes.